0: to another episode of On the Bench presented by Knowles 24-7 and I did a little bit of dramatic pause because we are on the eve of the biggest holiday of the year and sorry big man JC in our world that's early signing day we are on the final weekend before early signing day eve there were visits there were commits we just got to commit like we're, we're, we're recording on Sunday night. Colorado interior offensive lineman Casey Roddick decides to pull the trigger. Mike Norvell is scorching hot in the portal high school. I think that's a fun question that we could have. Some people would say not as much. We'll get all to that, Zach. Um, here, if you can, if you can watch us on the video on the video stream right now. Uh, you look way more like rejuvenated than I expected you after the weekend, dude. The updates have been fast and furious. The news has been great. The news hasn't been so great, but I know that you've been on, the you, Chris, and Brendan have been on the end of all these scoops, man. You look way better than I expected, to be quite honest with you.
1: Thank you. I guess that's a compliment. I mean, it's been a, it's been a busy... <laughs> I expect it's been, you to look much worse. Yeah, it's been a busy weekend, but um, honestly, we, we've been really efficient in, in getting our work done. Now it's just about you know making phone phone calls and seeing how visits went, um, trying to get legit info out there. So not trying to you know put any you know fabricated stuff um, you know for yeah. you guys. Trying to trying to get all the the correct info and get it to you guys in a, in a quick and efficient manner. Uh, but obviously that takes some time to get it legit. Um, so that's what we've been working on, and and that's kind of I think you know I've gotten some some leisure time. We we kind of knocked out all the visit updates this morning, just. uh, you Know, just talked to the Colorado offensive line, uh, new FSU commit, um, Casey Roddick, within the past 30 minutes. And 10 minutes after he, you know, uh, we, we stopped talking, he <laughs> goes and commits to FSU after telling me he'd have a decision within the next week. In um, your
0: face, Zach, yeah. gotta get that pre write up pretty quick, brother.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, two stories on him on Nelson first seven right now. If you want to see, I mean, actually, Kate kind of gave like a cool. He said that he talked with Jordan Travis and Maurice Smith about um, on the visit, and they were just kind of saying that, you know, the basic stuff, but that FSU's culture is very unique um, and just, you know, talking positive, giving rave reviews about FSU and and Mike Norvell, and I think that helped FSU a lot in, in landing his commitment. Adam, how you feeling,
0: big guy? We're going to need you here to help break down the play of some of these guys. We're going to need the, the <laughs> just technical breaking man.
1: breaking down the
2: play. <laughs> yes, I'm only here to break down film. Yeah, dude. Adam's... Uh, well, I've been her, called a lot of things on the Knowles 24-7 message board today. Passionate. I've been called an idiot. I've been called many things today. and I have a lot of thoughts and, and feelings. And on I, it you're just going
1: to be a great evaluator. You are, dude. You're <laughs> our guy.
2: That's, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. I'm here to not get fined.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. I can't wait for your natural opinion to start seeping through. when Zach and I have this, you won't be able to contain yourself, but he's going to be our top tier. Of course, you can't really dissect an early signing day performance, early signing days, not till Wednesday. So we can't quite praise it or beat it up till it hasn't happened. But I I look forward to your natural opinion starting to seep through. So let's, (laughs) let's start off with the softball. Florida state gets the commitment. Of interior offensive lineman, Casey Roddick, one of three transfer portal linemen that were on campus this weekend,
1: correct? Yes. Yeah. Three. three. One was a surprise. Was. We'll get yeah. to him. seven yeah.
0: still <laughs> it's <laughs> been such a roller coaster this entire weekend. But Adam, what do you think about Casey Roddick's game? Excited for the commit, potential starter. What do you think?
2: Literally just got off the the stream yard with Kev breaking his film down. So if you are when you are done with here with us. Go over to X's and Knolls and check out that video. Uh, or our breakdown of KZ Rotick. Make sure you go to Knowles 24/7 and check down all the info on him. Um, I yeah, I'm a big fan. Um we we watched his all 22 against Oregon from this past year. He was starting at left guard. Thought he played really well against um, against a big long three tech. Thought he handled him real well in the run game. There's some stuff I think he could clean up, but he's a veteran presence a guy that's going to come in and be solid. I think he's a lot like Dylan Gibbons. I don't know if he's as good as Dylan because I thought Dylan was actually pretty pretty darn good. Um, but I think he's a guy that you can plug and play and you can, you're can you going to be able to count on him. He played like 707 snaps last year. Oh, wow. So durability seems to check. You know, uh, a Chris Neism checks the box there. Uh, I think he's a guy you're just going to be able to depend on. Uh, and that's in a year where they're kind of pushing their chips in here uh, to make a run at it. I think that that's really important.
0: Okay. Is that, what What did you think? I, I largely agree with you, Adam. I think that this was a good, solid veteran hand to have on the offensive line. One where you know they're bringing in a lot of guys back from last year, but the interior with Gibbons being gone, Demetri Emanuel being gone. It's a focus. It's a focus for the staff, and you could tell because they had him in, they had Keandre Jones, the guard prospect from Auburn that was in. They've had Jeremiah Byers, who I think we – you slot him as an interior guy at the next next level of football, right, Adam, at the P5 level if he comes to FSU?
2: Yeah, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, which – you have a great opinion, man. Don't let those people in the message board get you down. I think you have a wonderful opinion. Zach, what'd you make a Casey Roddick's visit? I mean, was this something to where even if it didn't happen five seconds after he told you it wouldn't, would you, have, would you have expected this to come down the pike uh, pretty shortly?
1: Yeah. I mean, he told me within a week, so I guess it was within his timeline. Uh, he didn't he, lie to yeah, you. <laughs> maybe he could have been a little bit more uh, strict on that timeline, but Hey, um, just happy that, you know, the FSU got the commitment. Um, no, I thought, I thought right when FSU got involved with him, uh, when he entered the portal, I think it was two weeks ago now, whatever December 5th was, it's it's all jumbled up in my mind. But Days. yeah, so whenever they got involved, I was basically under the understanding that FSU had made a, a really quick move with him and a really great move. Um, and, you know, from that point on, I, I really viewed him as FSU's to lose. He did take the NC State uh, official visit this past weekend. FSU gets him in this weekend. Um, I know they felt good coming out of the visit. After some conversations I had uh, earlier today, and obviously spoke with Casey, uh, he, you know, that, that uh, story's on most 24 seven, if you want to read that, um, and then shortly thereafter commits. So yeah, I think it was a, a, a recruitment that FSU got in early on when he entered the portal and had some really early momentum and, and that kind of carried over in, into landing his commitment just a few weeks later.
0: Let's once again, huge success. Mike Norvell killing it in the transfer portal. There were so many different names. There were Florida State commits on campus. There were a, like a surprise transfer prospect from Miami offensive lineman, John Campbell. There was the literal like top two or top three overall transfer portal prospect in the country and Fentrell Cypress, the DB from VA, but the guy who got the most pub, was a Florida State commit who's been committed for a while. Who didn't even come for an official visit. He came for a short, unofficial visit, and that is defensive end, top 100 player, Keldrick Falk. Now, when this visit happened, it wasn't even it wasn't even set in stone, right? It was is he going to go to Auburn or is he going to come to FSU? If he comes to, it was like you know what his de- his recruitment was almost. It seemed dependent on what he was going to do this weekend. You get him to come in for the unofficial. Zach, we broke it on Thursday night. He called you up. He was at the game. He was at the basketball game with Mike Norvell. Like I said, you and him were switching emojis and stuff. He gets to FSU. Win for the good guys. He's at Auburn today. Yeah. Tell me about that, because you have a really good relationship with Keldrick. Let me know, like, how did that materialize? Was this something that had always been planned? But, you know... Florida state staff didn't know about it or did they know about it? Give me the background on this visit that has a lot of people shaken up about this recruitment.
1: Yeah. So a lot, lots to unpack here. Um, Av, we will get into his film later. Um, <laughs> That's it. No opinions of anything else. Just, this is the play. <laughs> um, yeah. So like you said, on Thursday, confirmed that he was going to take the FSU visit the whole week. I asked him, you know, are you taking the FSU visit and are you taking any other visits? He always basically just said just the FSU visit. But there was always kind of a, a weird answer to those mm. questions. Um, and I try to portray that in my reporting, but especially the, after his, after I talked to him over the weekend. So, you know, makes it in on Saturday, literally made it in like 10 minutes before the groundbreaking attended the groundbreaking of the football only facility. Uh, Mike Norvell greeted him along with some of the other coaches and, and some of the commits that were there um, upon his arrival, made it over there, spent the rest of the day at FSU on Saturday um, and left basically early on Sunday. The FSU staff I confirmed did spend time with him really early Sunday morning. So I got some FaceTime in uh, today um, before he left to go to Auburn. So here's where it gets tricky I spoke to Keldrick on his way up when he was on his way up to Auburn, um, got an interview basically recapping the FSU visit. All positive quotes. I mean, he was saying "we" a bunch. I know the for seven message board obsesses over you know this, this, this recruit say "we." That the means inclusive language, "us," yeah. Like, is he talking so,
0: like he's on the team? Yeah. He used
1: a ton of that. So, if you want, take that for what it what it's worth. I don't, you know, I don't put too much <laughs> stock into what kids say. Um, but I think uh, it got interesting, right? Um, we had kind of heard that he had made it to Auburn's campus. Um, Steve Wolfong put up the official report that he was taking a. Um, I don't know if it's unofficial or official to Auburn today because it's it's literally just a one day or less than one day visit. It could
0: be official because they have a new head coach. He had yeah. already he yeah, had already exhausted his with Brian Harson.
1: Yes, yeah. um, believe they drove up uh, straight from t- uh, FSU. Um, they left really early in the morning from FSU. Um, that wasn't that wasn't unplanned. But so when you know the word started getting out. From what I understand, I don't think FSU had a great idea this was happening. I think they thought it was a possibility. I think they thought it was a possibility, but I do not think that Keldrick told them for sure that he was going to Auburn today. And I think that's a a red flag, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So that's definitely something I would note. You know, I'm going to save my judgments for how this recruitment unfolded until after signing day um, because I still think that FSU has a shot to sign him for sure. Um, they got him on campus this weekend it'd be one thing if he just chose to go to Auburn the entire weekend and didn't visit fSU but he did visit fSU and have positive things to say so you know give them credit there but you they needed to get him to not visit Auburn and that that goal was not finished so you know obviously there's some some critiques on that that front um he's an in-state kid obviously from Alabama it makes a lot of sense why Auburn would have some momentum in this recruitment but this is a kid that's told that's been on record saying many times that relationships matter right well this is where relationships need to come through you have multiple guys on the staff that have known Falk for years whereas Auburn staff has basically had a a two-week relationship with him um you know going in home and then you know getting him on campus today um so the next three days are going to be insanely vital in this recruitment like it's going to be really interesting to see this is a battle that FSU absolutely needs to win you cannot lose you know a, a guy of this caliber um, at the high school rank, to a new coaching staff. Obviously, Hugh Freeze is creating a lot of buzz over there at Auburn, but Keldrick has gone and, and said that he, he cares about relationships. This isn't a guy that chose FSU in the summer based on nil deals because I know he could have gotten a better, better nil deal somewhere else. Uh, he was picking between you know Clemson, Florida, uh, Tennessee, um, and Auburn. So like, and we. You know, it's been reported that Auburn has a huge war chest of NIL money to, to work with. And I think we've seen kind of the results of that on the, on the recruiting trail already um, for, for Hugh Freeze and that staff. So, now this this next couple of days is going to be really important. I think the biggest thing to note is that there is a red flag that FSU wasn't made fully aware of Kudrick Falk's plans today. Um, so that's what I want to say about it. As far as, like, critiques and stuff, you know, I'll get into that on signing day if, if things go south. But FSU still has a, a shot to sign Keldrick Falk, and I don't think it's a, it's a foregone conclusion that uh, he's going to Auburn or anything like that. Um, we'll report on it in the coming days, but that's what I have uh, as of right now.
0: What level of contact can Florida State have with Keldrick Falk and all of these recruits up until Wednesday? Are there any restrictions on it? Have all of the in-home visits been exhausted? What, what can they actually do to make a final impression?
1: It's all electronic communication. Um emojis, yeah. Kebabs so once, for days, yeah. Once uh, the clock hits midnight tonight, visits can't happen on or off campus. So coaches can't go see players. Players can't go uh, visit campuses um, for the you know for the entirety of the dead period. It's a dead period. So um, up until signing day, and uh, and uh, actually after that, a few weeks after that, players aren't going to be on campuses. Coaches are not going to be on the road. So. This is all electronic communication. This is where you know relationships come in big. You got to get on the phone with kit with the kid and convince him uh, to sign me through school. I mean, it's, it's stating the obvious, but that's kind of where you know how communication is going to be done over the next few days.
0: Let me ask you this: and look, we're not going to get into the critiques or anything like that. But what do you think is more likely? Keltrick Falk has emphasized that relationships matter. Florida State has had the longest and the most fruitful one with him by far. Did Is Keldrick Falk, did he overemphasize how much the relationships actually mattered? Or is there some point in this recruitment that you can pinpoint because you have a close relationship with him, Zach, as far as like communicating things like that? Did the relationship with Florida State deteriorate at all? Or did Hugh Freeze come in and blow his new relationship out of the water, right? Either the kid's overemphasizing the impact of relationships or Florida State's relationship deteriorated or what have you. What do you think it is?
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't get I can't like read his mind, so I don't know how much. Sure. But my and if you don't be, know, you don't know. Yeah. My guess would be he, he over exaggerated how much relationships matter, right? He had yeah. been telling people on record that, you know, the only way I'm, I'm flipping from Florida State is if there's like a coaching change, something drastic. He, he used
0: at FSU, change. at yeah. FSU, a coaching yeah, change. Exactly.
1: Yep. Um, you know, a change in, in one of his position coaches, which obviously hasn't happened. Coach John Papuchis, off um, field analyst Austin Tucker is heavily involved in that recruitment. Adam Fuller, Mike Norvell. All those people are on staff and are going to stay on staff up until Sunny Day, you know, barring anything crazy. Um, so that hasn't changed. So I, you know, what I think this is is the hometown school uh trying to make inroads really quickly. They have some you know juice on the trail, they've landed some quality commitments, especially today. Um, you know, from guys that have been on campus this weekend. Yeah, we you know, Devin Leary on campus. There, there's just a lot of going on. Um, and, and obviously with, with Falk being an in-state kid, he's hearing about all this. So you know, maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know exactly what's going on in the kid's head. Um, from what I've been told, the kid has a hard time saying no. Um, so maybe you know, you know, Auburn all week is on the phone with him, um, trying to convince him to visit. Over and, and over, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he just he can't say no. So maybe that's part of it. Um, you know, I think that's kind of coming from you know what FSU staff believes about this situation. This isn't going to be an easy fight, but you know we'll see what this FSU staff is made up of uh, over the next couple of days. And,
0: Adam, I'm going, get, I'm going to get to you to get your thoughts on his play, his impact on the field, what, what Keldrick Falk brings. But, Zach, and this is for context. We are recording live on Sunday night. If anything is subject to change, it is 100% high school recruiting. Yeah. But yeah. as it stands right now, Zach, if you want to get into it, it, do you? if you had to put money on it, does he sign with FSU on Wednesday or somebody else? Right now, Sunday night, it could change. If you don't want to answer, that's fine. Yeah.
1: Um, no, I'll answer. I think, I don't know, like if you're, if you're following, you know, kind of how this recruitment shaped out, like it just, it, it wouldn't make a lot of sense for him to be completely locked in and not let FSU staff know about the visit. Right. Like if his relationships are so, yeah. here. Um, <laughs> so right now I'll probably go 51% Auburn, 49% FSU. That's like where I'm leaning. Um, That's
0: kind of where I am like razor's yeah. edge. Right. Just, yeah. and it's not it, the fact that they got him to visit at all unofficially on his own dime and they had like similar time with visits and the length of the relationship that he's had with Hugh Freeze, that doesn't concern me. But man, the fact that the staff didn't know, it just, it gives me vibes of like a Tyree West or like a Travis Hunter, some things that have been happening underneath the surface that we all kind of knew about, but it seems like they're almost like an iceberg, right? You only see the tip and then underneath there's some stuff going on. So we'll see, that'll be, you know. And I think
1: like an important thing to note is like, the good thing is that they did get word of the visit because from what I understand, the Auburn staff was trying to keep this undercover. Um, they did not want the visit getting out. Oh, surprising from you freeze. Yeah. yeah um, absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the visit got out like word of the visit, you know, if, if what Fong was, going to report it. We were going to report it because we had, you know, heard got wind of it happening. Um, and we we're going to put it out there. So the good thing is, is this is not going to be a Tyree West and Travis Hunter situation. Exactly Completely where, caught off guard. Yeah. Right. Where they're caught off guard on signing day. They have days, you know, leading up to sign a day to work this recruitment, work their relationships and try to get Keldrick fall to stay, you know, committed to FSU and signed with FSU um, in just a few days. Um, so, you know, that that's a positive, at least they have, a, they have a warning um, of another team getting in the mix. So um, do want to note that, but right now um not looking the best. If you're kind of, um, you know, if you've been following r- recruiting for any you know sort of period of time, you know, how these recruitments usually go. Um, but, you know, I think this one's a little unique just because of uh, him making two visits in one weekend. Um, usually, you know, if a kid's going to flip, he's probably just going to go visit that school and that school. Right. Um, it, so he's kind of it feels like that's why I'm like kind of he feels yeah. he the kids yeah. feel the kid feels like he's 50, 50. The tail no, of the visits yeah. are like in his
0: you're almost in his head. It kind of feels like. Yeah.
1: And there were no negative like vibes from from when he was here on Saturday. Like everything seemed normal. Uh, nothing was unusual. We, I mean, we were out there kind of, you know, watching him arrive. And then, on, you know, when I called him on the phone this morning, it was a completely normal interview aside from, you know, when I asked him, so are you going to, are you like completely locked in? He's like, I'm pretty locked in.
0: Yeah, pretty mostly like locked (laughs) in.
1: (laughs) So obviously he was like, kid wasn't trying to lie to me, but like I'm sure the Auburn staff did not want him telling people, uh, especially reporters that, um, you know, he was visiting Auburn that day. Um, They were trying to keep it under wraps. So I assume that's, you know, kind of why he was a little coy with me. Um, but I'll I'll keep working it this week and kind of see where this th- this thing unfolds. And like like Trey said, hey, this thing could change you know, yeah. one way or the other thirty times over the next three days. Like it's this this is how these recruitments go. So you know what I'm saying right now might be completely irrelevant in the morning. Who knows? Um, FSU is going to try to obviously get on the phone with Keldrick um, as soon as possible and try to you know see where his mind is at. Um, so we'll see we'll see where things unfold.
0: I don't know. Maybe we can like sing his mom happy birthday or something. Um, Adam, what do you think about Keldrick's game? Why is this guy so imperative to keep as a
2: member of your class? He's a big, explosive athlete that they need. I mean, they don't, they can't keep rolling out the 6'3", 230 hundred and thirty-pound defensive ends. Like they've got to get bigger, stronger, faster uh, on the edges. We saw, we saw them get exposed against Florida. Um, they, they need big, fast athletes like this on their defensive line um these are the sec body types that uh that matter in college football if you're going to take the next step so if you're going to go compete in the playoffs you got to have guys like this you can get your program and you can develop i don't give i don't care how much it um i don't want to use the wrong phrasing here i don't i will i don't care how much it costs make it happen can't well, investment, his... oh, how
0: can't... much investment from an energy and a program standpoint <laughs> exactly. do you, how I much you, How much value do you put in a athlete of this caliber?
2: How much do I?
0: No, I, getting... I no, I don't get to <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus, no, I'm trying to, I'm you're, you're trying to widen it out, I'm trying to be, how much yeah. value does the program, do people surrounding the program put in this? And of course, value is subjective, different programs value different things um, at a different order of magnitude we'll just see we'll just see how the perspectives line up on this one am i right adam did i
2: yeah and i would i would just (laughs) do that okay i would caution all the folks that are in the comment section right now um there's there's apparently some reporting that falk has said he's shutting it down and gonna be a knoll or something what did i say
1: what did i Uh, say 50, mostly, mostly pretty 51%
2: Auburn. If you haven't, if you haven't paid attention to the recruiting, (laughs) I I promise you nothing has been shut down.
0: Okay. So TBD, Keldrick Falk, TBD. Oh God, it's going to be such a fun ride. You poor boy, Zach, I feel for you. Anyway, let's talk about another guy, another surprise visitor, Miami offensive lineman tackle tackle transfer, John Campbell. He was a guy that showed up, I think on Saturday, Zach, was he a guy I, I hope you didn't lie to me on Thursday. Was this a surprise, guy? You were sitting on. Were you lying to your old
1: buddy, or is this a total no. shock to everybody? The visit, the visit, surprise. Um, on Saturday, like night, like like you can. I trust look, you. Yeah, okay. you can ask Chris and Brendan I w- or Dane. We were, I was kind of working that, like, uh, like kind of within my own head. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it was weird. Basically, I was <laughs> I was tracking planes. Like, sorry, it was. I, I was a freak uh, when it came to that. Um, workhorse
0: baby workhorse all over the place
1: i I had kind of got wind of it happening that day but i wasn't it wasn't like for sure okay Um, and then daryl jackson posted an ig live instagram live that the miami defensive tackle that is already committed fsu and that officially visited this weekend and he posted it with a dude that looked awful like john campbell so or yeah awfully like john campbell and then i asked us i asked a, a source whether he was on campus and they confirmed he was so Um, yeah, that's kind of how that one broke.
0: So he went, what time did he get there? How long did he say, what do we think about this recruitment?
1: Yeah, he got there, um, on Saturday afternoon. So he had entered the portal officially on Friday. So he was not able to enter, like start visiting schools until he obviously entered the portal. Right. But we had a good idea that FSU was going to pursue him once he entered the portal because he had announced his intentions to do so, um, earlier that week, he officially enters the portal on Friday and then is on campus at FSU the next day. Took a flight up. I believe he got there, you know, on Saturday mid-afternoon, kind of 4 or 5 p.m., you know, spent some time around the staff that night. And then most of the visit kind of took place on Sunday um, and then departed, declined to do interviews. I think FSU sits in a good spot um, with John Campbell. Um, I think, you know, I spoke to someone close to this one and from what I understood, like before the visit, he expressed interest in coming to FSU. Um, And I want to throw this uh, kind of tidbit out there um i believe that sorry i'm like looking at text and stuff that's all right um, i Multitask, believe that baby you got yeah it. <laughs> this is the the time of the year when that's stuff's gonna happen <laughs> I believe that if fsu is hosting a transfer prospect on campus you can almost 100 percent assume they are a take for fsu um they put a lot Good of call, point. like value into that like i confirmed that today like that's fsu's mindset behind it although you know they could d- like deny a kid of a of being a take if they kind of fail the test of like, you know, this, he has some red flags or whatever on the visit, like some, he does something weird or, you know, whatever. Um, They just doesn't fit, you know, what the, what they're, they're trying to gotcha. do. Gotcha. Understood.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. That because this is, this is obviously recruiting to try to get them in. There is a level of evaluation in there, how they, how they, <laughs> how they fit with the team,
1: yeah, what they exactly. do when they're in Tallahassee. If like, they're a complete, like, complete a-hole and just like, just like, like not do like not engage with the visit at all. Like they'll, they they'll, they have the opportunity to, like, just not, you know, to cut that one off like they do with any recruitment. But um, you can pretty much assume that if FSU is hosting a transfer prospect on campus, that that kid's a take. So, you know, I know a lot of people are asking, are they, could, would they take all four offensive linemen that they're involved with in the portal? I think they would because they have hosted all four of those kids on official visits.
0: What do we think of his game, Adam? Because he's on campus. He's a take. He's a guy that Florida State knows they've game-planned against. And... He's he, we, we think we're in really good spot for him. So what do you think about his game? Big addition in your opinion? Yeah.
2: Um. You know, Miami people are, Oh, we're glad he's gone. Uh, yes. Go ahead. Do that. Um. Miami people <laughs> are like, Oh yeah, we're glad he's gone. And you know, I'm yeah, seeing- that very
0: deep roster that they're carrying I right now. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of our
2: fan base, you know, they're immediately jumping on that. Like, Oh, Miami doesn't even want him. Why do we want him? Yada, yada, yada. Look, I mean, I I went back and watched a few things and watched a little bit of his game from last year. That team we know is a mess. I think he's a really good pass blocker, um, which is something that I think Florida State lacks at the tackle position. Plus, Harris is a guy that's an unknown. Armel is a sophomore. Um, We're going to find out what he is as he continues to develop. I think he's going to develop by fire. I mean, I think his feet are going to get in there next year. He's going to get a ton of reps. Uh, Rob Scott. Good run blocker, not a great pass blocker. You know, he's a solid tackle, but not not elite by any stretch of the imagination. And he's a guy who has had a lot of injuries uh, in his time at Florida State. So for me, while for a Miami, they're like, hey, we're bringing in two five-star offensive tackles. We want to get those guys time. Who knows what else is going on with them. For Florida State, I think it makes a ton of sense to bring a John Campbell in. You have him. You can slot him in as a, a backup offensive lineman. And say, all right, here's a guy I know we're going to be able to count on if we need to get into the depth of the position. Um, he's not a great run blocker, but he is a really solid pass blocker. He had like a seventy-seven uh, pass blocking grade uh, with PFF. It's really PFF good, is, yeah. It is, but PFF is whatever. Uh, I'm not. It's I'm a saying. good. It, it's not the be all it's end like all, baseball, but it's, it's, a it's a good. Baseball, it's a good right?
0: barometer of what 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 qualities they
2: have, right? Right. And I really trust Alex Atkins to unlock something in, in any kid's game that they bring in here. So I think it's a really solid take for where they're at and what they're trying to accomplish this offseason of pushing the chips in, make a run at the ACC, make a run at at, at a playoff position. Um, you know, you've got Jordan Travis. You need to be able to keep him upright. Uh, so this is a guy that if you've got to get into your depth, you don't have to go to a Jalen early. You can go to a John Campbell who has started a ton of games in the ACC. And done pretty well in his time. So I think this is for what Florida State is. Any other time, I would say, "Eh, I don't know, I'd pass. But you need tackle depth. They need four solid bodies that they can rely on there. You've got three, I think, right now, and two of those are unknowns. This is a guy that's a known commodity that I think you can rely on.
0: And I'll tell you what, man, Florida State was a nine-win team, should have been a 10-win team. They didn't have Jason Turntine, a guy that we kind of like belabored multiple times to see if he was worth a scholarship or not. Who knows how many wins you would have got, especially during the meat of that schedule, man. So I'm with you. Beef up. The kid is capable. Alex Atkins, he's going to improve at Florida State. He's already got a very valuable skill set in pass blocking, in my opinion. That is tough. Like, th- that, that's a good thing to have. We can coach him up on the run game, especially with all the exotic stuff that Mike Norvell does from like a run blocking scheme. So I feel right. good about it. Um, moving on, let's just stick to the other offensive linemen. Um, Keandre Jones from Auburn, Zach. What did you think about Keandre's visit? Did you get a good? Did you get a good experience? Did he tell you who he's going to commit in a week, and then maybe he'll drop a he'll drop an edit <laughs> while we're talking? What'd you think about Keandre Jones, the uh, guard from Auburn?
1: Yeah, uh, I think he had a great visit. He was one of those two, uh, him and the uh, defensive tackle, Western Michigan kid, Braden Fisk. Fisk. Yeah. They both came in on Thursday and started their visits a little bit earlier than the rest of the guys that came in this weekend. Um, and he left on Saturday to actually go over to UCF for kind of a, a midweek or you know split the weekend visit um, to go over there. Uh, I think the visit actually went really well. Um, he has a lot of connections at FSU, um, player-wise, and really gelled with Alex Atkins uh, on the trip. He did not uh, elect to do an interview afterwards, um, but he's a guy that I expect to make a decision in the near future. He's taken kind of. A good bit of visits over the past two weeks. I believe West Virginia, FSU, UCF, and maybe Pitt as well. Haven't confirmed that directly. But that's a school that we had heard mentioned with him. That uh, likely a visit happened for him um, mm-hmm. within the past couple weeks. Um, so I don't ex- I don't expect him to take his recruitment too much longer uh, as he tries to get into a program at the beginning of January. Um, you know, to enroll for for offseason conditioning and then spring ball. I think FSU sits in a good spot. I was told they felt pretty good about him. Coming out of the weekend, um, we'll see kind of where things go over the next couple of days. I don't uh, you know, I think maybe a timeline would be, you know, this week um, for, for his decision. Have not heard direct that directly through him, just you know, through talking to people that were around him this weekend. So, um, you know, we'll see what, what happens. But FSU sits in a pretty good spot from what I understand.
0: Would the impact of Roddick's commitment have anything on this at all as far as – because all these kids are looking for playing time. like Is that something that he, – like he obviously knew he was on the official visit while Casey was there as well. Do we think that this gonna is going to affect that at all, or it, it may even be a positive? We get the more talented guys to play with on the offensive line.
1: Yeah. From what I just picked up, Brendan actually let me know. He's hearing that Thanks, maybe Brendan. Casey Roddick is coming into play center. For FSU.
0: Interesting. Um, yeah. So that's interesting. interesting.
1: Um, Keandre Jones would be more of a guard type for them for sure. Um, so that would be obviously different position on the line. I don't think it hurts at all. And like I said, uh, because they brought in all those guys on OVs, regardless of what you you know, any of those guys does, if they commit to another school, if they commit to FSU, I think they'd still all be takes. Um, so yeah, I don't think it affects uh Keandre's, you know, recruitment at all. Um, I think he I think he'll be a uh a take at FSU regardless of of who commits, even if you know more guys than Casey Roddick join the class.
0: Adam, what do you think about that? What do you think, Keandre? What do you think about Casey Roddick potentially being a center? It's interesting. We we tried to get a center last last off We did from Wisconsin to push Maurice Smith. Unfortunately, Caden Lyles got hurt. But I thought the competition. I thought that that was a competition that looked like Maurice was looking to win maybe outright anyway if Caden wasn't hurt. So that's interesting. What do you think about all that news that Zach just said, Adam?
2: Yeah, I, I I like Jones. Um, thought that he played a little overweight last year. Uh, have been watching some of his uh, watching some of his film here recently, just to try to get to know the prospect. Thought he thought he played a little heavy last year. Thought in twenty twenty one he played a lot better, looked more in shape. Um, he only started two games for Auburn last year. They I don't know they they were a, another program that was just a mess. Um, they were a real mess, especially you know offensively defensively last season. So it's hard to get a, a great gauge on where those guys' games were, where their head was mm-hmm. in the season, because that can be tough. That can be difficult. You know, he's a guy in 2021 who looked motivated, looked looked in better shape, and his game showed that. It reflected it. Um, he was a guy who started all 12 games for them that year. This year, past season, he starts two. Um, so he, he's a big I mean, he's a big boy. He's big, mauler type, and I think that uh, – I think that plays well for what they want to be. He kind of reminds me of Meech. Um, that their games are, are are somewhat similar, so I would be happy with that take. I think he's a guy that they, uh, I think he's another guy that they kind of evaluated early and thought this is this is worth a uh, uh, pursuing. And I tend to agree with them. Uh, Roddick at center, yeah. What do you think about that? Me, surprised me a little bit. Um, he he's physical. Uh, it, it, like he said to me, "Go watch the video when we're done here." and I mean, you see how he is initially in the run game. He's not great climbing to the second level, but he does a, a pretty good job uh, initially and anchors well. Um, I mean, I just feel like you got a new commodity in Mo, so I'm not sure why they, you know, is it just one of those deals? They just want to bring in another lineman, want to have more competition, that type of that type of thing. Make sure Maritha's being pushed. You're muted, Zach. You're muted, Zach. It's
0: the I'm first asking, time I've ever gotten right. to say that to you. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Um, usually, I'm telling that to Chris or something. But no, nah, uh, I'm I'm asking Brendan for more context on it. But he kind of texted yeah. that to our group chat a couple minutes ago, so I wanted to share it. Yeah. And, uh, and it's and
2: it's interesting. Um, I, I could see it. Uh, again, a player who's played a lot of football, played you know played a lot of snaps, so he's going to understand protections, how to do all that stuff, get them in and out of get them in and out of the right slides or make sure they're picking up blitzes. He showed a lot of, there's some really good clips in the video we did of him picking out uh, blitzes and, and, um you know, kind of taking or con- controlling stunts as they were coming at him. So I'm not against it. I, I, you know, if you don't land buyers, is he a guy that plays guard? Uh, you know, I, I feel like he's a guy who's probably his role is going to be TBD to be defined uh, as you know, the class develops.
0: I think so too. He's a good chance to be a starter just because of all of his experience and his skill set. But I mean, Florida State center depth. I mean, guys, we luckily we never had to figure out what the nightmare scenario would be if Maurice Smith got hurt. But that was something that was staring us right at the face at the beginning of the season. I don't. Who is the backup center right now? Let's pretend. I mean, we got Casey Roddick, so I guess technically it could be Brzezinski.
2: Probably right. I mean, yeah, and
0: that's. I mean, a, a kid, the, a Darius. kid that we've we've heard some good stuff, but it, you don't technically want to throw them into the fire. So once again, the versatility, kind of the cross training, the cross recruiting, I like it. I like that he's got the versatility. I don't know if he's going to end up at center. That that'll be an interesting off season storyline. Braden Fisk, the Western Michigan defensive tackle that Zach mentioned earlier. He showed up early with Keandre. This is a kid. Fabian Love It right now. Jared Verse, their fates are still in their own hands. We don't know if they're coming back or yet. We don't know if they're testing the NFL draft. I don't, I mean, Florida State needs some help in the interior. They got it with Daryl Jackson, that Miami transfer, who was official visiting this weekend as well. But Braden Fisk, he's a different type of animal. Obviously, we'll have Adam explain his game a little bit. But Zach, what did you, what did you think about this kid? This is a kid that is a Midwestern guy. He officially visited Notre Dame. He's got a Notre Dame offer. I think after this, didn't he go to he went to Southern Cal right after this?
1: Yeah. Um, so like I said, with like Keiondre Jones comes in on Thursday, spends a few days around the staff, and heads out kind of for that uh, you know part the part the weekend and a half, and, and go to another school for the rest of the weekend. Um, so you get two visits in, uh, I think it went really well for FSU. Um, a cool, you know, little unique thing on this recruitment is that his old roommate, um, you know, shout out Brendan Sonone, but his old roommate at Western Michigan is, uh, Florida state tight end slash special team star, Wyatt Rector. Mm, absolutely. Um, Clue the that, team, salt yeah. of the earth, foundational
0: oh, yeah. piece, Wyatt Rector, give him his due.
1: Yeah. I was, I was watching that Oregon state UF game. They had a guy, you know, I think they call him the sledgehammer, right? Um, <laughs> But he's kind of the do-it-all dude, but yeah. Yeah, a little
0: diet um, rector. He's not yeah. like our guy.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, spent a lot of time around him, which was, was super beneficial, I heard. Um, uh, kind of just chopped it up with him for multiple hours. Um, you know, obviously did all the, the basic visit stuff. Um you know, part of that part of that visit, the Thursday portion, you know, FSU, some like some of FSU staff was still on the road. Like I know Norvell, that was the night he went in home with, with Keldrick Falk late at night. He came in on uh, Friday morning, so he was w- with him the rest of the visit. But just an interesting little, um, you know, note, I guess. Um, yeah. He, but he was still around staff members, um, you know, off-field guy Shane Burnham is a defensive a line um, like analyst for them, and he he spent a lot of time with, with Braden over the weekend. I think the visit went well. Obviously, a lot of this intel is coming in before his trip to uh, USC concluded, which you know it should be over, um, you know, soon. Obviously, West Coast time probably try and host him as late as possible um, with the dead period occurring at at midnight tonight. Um, But he's a guy that, you know, he's taken visits to Notre Dame, FSU, and USC. Uh, I think before the USC visit, uh, I guess the the common uh, notion is that obviously Notre Dame is the biggest competition. They're the school that's only, you know, within an hour drive of where he lives in Michigan city, Indiana. Yes, correct. Absolutely. Um, Yep. I know that that was uh, funny to some staff members ca- that were the, over there last week, uh, just kind of explaining to their, uh, you know, spouses like, Hey, I'm over in Michigan. Uh, never mind, I'm in Michigan city, Indiana. I don't know. That was pretty funny. I <laughs> note that I got from this past week, um, but like, cause you're like trying to tell like it's a deep cut brother. Yeah. That's a deep
0: cut. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's it, it just something I picked up, but um, yeah, I think the visit went well. We'll see where this one goes. Um, it, you know, as far as the transfers, I don't have a huge read on this. I think it's more of like Brendan's kind of taking the reins of this recruitment, okay, with, with YY being his guy. Um, so there's a connection there. Um, so we'll see. I, I know we're trying to get up with Braden over the next uh, you know, 24 hours to try and recap the FSU visit and kind of see what's next. So I guess that'll be the next time, um, you know, unless we hear stuff behind the scenes. So obviously, get more. more,
0: Yeah, we'll get more feedback. Obviously, any any idea of his timeline? When is is he looking to make a decision in this? Like in this next like couple days, this next week? Is he looking to take more visits? I know they can uh, in early January. Like, what's his timeline look like? Do we have an idea of that?
1: I honestly don't know with him specifically um, because we haven't gotten on record since like uh, after the visit, Um, but we'll be sure to ask him that for, you know, when we get him on record and, and kind of talk about a recap, the, the trip and kind of preview what's next. Cause that'll you know, obviously be really important. If he takes it into January, that, that likely means he will take some more visits. Um, if not, then he'll decide probably with, between these three schools that he took visits to in, in December.
0: Huge, huge, huge,
2: huge transfer. Adam, yeah. talk about your boy Braden.
1: Yeah. He's a pass rusher. I mean,
2: he, he's an interior pass rusher. That's something they need has had a ton of pressures in his career at western Michigan. Uh, long physical just kind of one of those country strong boys that the you know that always, they always seem to find success on the defensive line um it, they do a lot of they did a lot of twisting and stunning with him at, the, at Western Michigan always seem to just kind of find a way to get in the backfield and get to the quarterback um you know there is some curiosity of how well his game will translate to, to, to the ACC uh, level. Um, you know, is his speed going to play? All those things, right? I, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about him. I think he's a, I think he's a pretty solid player. I think he'd be a really big get. You plug him next to a Daryl Jackson. Uh, if Dennis Briggs remains on the inside, you, you've got some pass rushing guys in there, which I think is important. Um, that, that's something I thought they lacked last year. Jared Verse needs a running mate, not on the opposite side, but guys to push the pocket and uh not let the quarterback step up so right it, more it,
0: disruptive can, not like not yeah. space eater guys you gotta have a mix of the space eater and then the uh yeah. the wrecking crew type guy
2: yeah you want you want a gap you want a gap shooter a guy that's going to be able to get up the field beat these interior uh offensive linemen and, and get in the quarterback's face on the wrestling. so they can't step up and let jared first make his a uh, if he wants to return so yeah i mean uh i think fisk would be a good get we'll see seems like notre dame maybe is the favorite there but Uh, You know, Brendan's going to get the scoop. He's going to get the lowdown. Him and YY are going to sit down, share a cup of coffee or something. Maybe a (laughs) maybe a little bagel. Who knows? A scone. Maybe a scone. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell.
0: Well, uh, since it's speaking of Brendan getting scooped, Zach is he's yeah, exactly. scooping as we speak. So I'm going to do we're going to talk about the next transfer portal guy that was on the top, the best transfer portal defensive back in the entire country, Fintrell, the Deuce Cypress. Adam, what do you think of his game, man? Are you salivating over getting this kid? Let's, it's listen, almost I'm crazy be- w- with all the stuff that's happening. A top five transfer portal guy, I only got two forty two 42 minutes in.
2: Like, I've refused to watch any film of him. Why? Why get, is that? That is you don't want to get too excited I don't, or what? No, I, don't, I don't want to. I don't want to get my hopes up and then get burned. And Zach's like, "Oh, we're not going to land him." Or Brendan's like, "Yeah, I don't think so." And then I'm going to have to cuss and kick and scream and have a temper tantrum. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that to myself. I, I have watched a little bit of his game. You, I world. knew you had to. You couldn't stop. He, you can go he fully cold myself. turkey. Yeah. Like, he, he's a long physical corner. I mean, he's what they like. Um, Will play well in his own scheme will play well in a man scheme. I mean, there's a reason he's rated as highly as he, as he is. Knowles 24 seven had a ton of feedback from his. uh, I think they had a, I think they had a video um, interview of him. Then they, you know, obviously had a story on it. Uh, Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. This is we'll get
0: we'll get Zach on to let us know what he thought about how the recruitment yeah. went. As he's still actively scooping um, a kid, some uncommitted guys, or I guess mm-hmm. one uncommitted guy from the high school will move to the high school ranks. I didn't. There's no other transfer portal guys, right? I think I got them all. Yeah, I think you got them all. Thanks. You wouldn't correct me anyway. You're such a nice guy. Let's move <laughs> on to high school recruiting. It was a whole host of FSU commits. And then an uncommitted guy, an offensive lineman, Christopher Otto. And then a Florida commit wide receiver, Andy Jean. I want to talk about Chris Otto first, because I did get to watch mm-hmm. his post his post uh, visit uh, interview. Mm-hmm. It looked pretty good for FSU. Am yeah. I right? Did
2: you get to watch that big guy? <laughs> yeah. Tell me you're committed without telling me you're committed kind uh, of deal. My favorite
0: know? was when he asked, hey, when are you guys posting yeah, this?
2: Well, I this like after Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, he was obviously full of energy, very excited coming off the visit. Um, that That's a dude that I don't think people will appreciate the take. I don't think they'll appreciate the get. They'll be happy because it's an offensive lineman and Florida State's landing him. I think that's a guy in a couple of years they're going to look back and say, gosh, I can't believe he's rated as low as he is. Uh, really skilled, good feet, athletic, physical, just kind of has the total package there. Um, I don't know if he's a tackle they I, I think he could probably be a swing type like a like a Darius Washington, but I think he's more of a guard and I think he's a people mover. Um, OK, yeah, his game excites the hell out of me. I would be thrilled if they do land him on uh, on Wednesday. It's just more darts at the board. Honestly, if even if he doesn't develop, you keep landing these guys, you keep taking your shots, throwing your punches. That That's how you get. That's how you find success in the trenches.
0: I agree with you, too. It's it's a numbers game, right? It's you obviously quality and quantity. We think yep. that this kid is a little bit of an under an underrated prospect. Do you think that's because, like, the level of competition that he I know he plays high school football in Key West, right? So Yeah. yeah. What, what do you think the reason for the underrating is in your, in, from the film I mean, that you've seen? Man, who knows? I mean, right. did he
2: not go to enough camps? Did he not get, you know, is he because he's in Key West and people just didn't go to look at him? I don't know.
0: They're lost, man. I love Key West. Big Captain Tony's guy over here.
2: I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand the ratings all the time. I mean, twenty four seven, I think does the best job with them. But yes, so many guys, company man, baby. But so so many guys fall through the cracks, especially the offensive line. It's the toughest position to project because guys physically develop at different rates. I mean, he could he could hit a growth spurt in you know over the next year and grow another three inches, and suddenly he's an elite offensive tackle. You just don't know
0: but is he an AB four star from the oh, yeah, proprietary Adam Brown recruiting service? And that's all I care about.
2: 100%. Talk oh,
1: about, oh, Zach,
0: Zach is back. He's off. Breaking of you. Would new you, news, it depends. Zach. Would you like to share who, what the contents of what you were speaking about, Zach, while Adam and I so expertly vamped like that?
1: Yeah. So just got off the phone with Keldrick Falk. Who? Yeah. Just spoke with him. I'm actually going to send this uh, oh, recording to, um, oh shoot. Sorry, it was, like, playing on my phone. Um, I'm going to send the <laughs> recording to uh, um, Chris and them to, to write for the North 7 site. I want to bring it here first. So I spoke with Keldrick um, kind of about what happened today. So basically, he tells me that he went home, worked out, uh, I guess, you know, at home, and his mom told him, yo, you should go check out Auburn and you know, make sure this is the right decision for you. Okay. He goes over there, um, you know, spend some time, said, you know, it went well. Um and essentially, you know, coming out of that visit, his mom was basically like, you know, I want you to kind of break down these two schools, come to this decision yourself, find out, you know, which one you want to be at and come to me Tuesday night and tell me where you want to go and we'll announce it on Wednesday. Um, I asked him where his head, at, head is at right now. He says that Florida State feels like the right choice for me, um, went in depth about uh, kind of where, you know, his relationships are. The direction of the program at FSU, you know, where things are headed. That was a big, you know, point of emphasis on our phone call just now is that you know, the direction, the, the future of FSU is what you know makes FSU the right choice for for Caldric. And that's you, know, you said that multiple times. Um, okay. you should have put know, me on the phone, Zach. You should have put me no, on. No, keep, keep that. No, 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 <laughs> no way. We, we would have no. lost we <laughs> No, lost Jesus, <laughs> we no, lost Jesus <laughs> keep this no, big, gruff chicken farmer yard yard away
2: from you. Really yard. visited yeah.
1: Auburn. Jesus you know, Christ! Don't, don't, don't you care like about your future?
2: You down, send in the closer. No, get your Bud Kilmer ass
0: away from any of these kids. All right, Zach. So you you spoke with him. So d- did he outright say that I'm sticking with FSU, or did he say they're we're the leader right now in the formulation process?
1: He uh, he essentially said that that you know the next two days he's going to come down to a decision to, uh, to a decision, but right now where he's leaning is signing, you know, what the school he's committed to. More it. hedging. Yeah. Uh, but? So it's not a done deal, but yeah. it sounds really good and that, like, his initial thoughts are, you know, I'm sticking with FSU, straight off the Auburn visit.
0: Yep. And that's right after that post-visit high. Now, Zach, as a guy who has been in the trenches, you've seen – you're from South Florida, man. You've seen some of the craziest recruitments there is. Do you feel – much better, a little better, or about as as good as you did after that phone call.
1: I feel a significant amount better that he's being open and calling, you know, people about this process. You know, usually when this thing these things happen, obviously I have a relationship with Keldrick, so that's why you know I'm able to get him on the phone. Um, you don't think he's picking up the phone for just like anybody, no. um, but he's taking phone calls, which is is a uh, a good sign, I think. Um, and I think so too he sounded so tired. I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like I'm not going to take up too much of your time. But he was, Dude, that first minute it was, it was, you know, I could tell he was struggling. I mean, think about how much he's been on the road today. When, mm-hmm. Was in Tallahassee at 6am in the morning, drove home, worked out, went to Auburn, came back and is now, you know, just getting home and, and settling in. So, and that's after on Saturday, driving down to Tallahassee from Highland home. So like Norvell um, the, the has to totally
2: redeemed himself in this last
1: five.
0: Years. Oh God! If you could see some of the messages that I've seen, we'll see, man. We'll get to Wednesday. I, I'm not a guy that keeps receipts, but man, some of the, I've seen some stuff
1: that has just blown my. 11 a.m. Wednesday at Highland Home. He's going to announce where he's signing. Um, just so you know, that's kind of the. We'll, we'll have a signing day schedule up for FSU fans on most 47com seven com, um, on Wednesday. But that's you know if you're if you're trying to. Know, time out your day when you want to pay attention to that one. That'll be kind of when you want to tune in for the Keldrick Falk News.
0: All right. I think this just is This is so representative of these are 17, 18-year-old kids with a ton of information to process. Why is signing day so crazy? Why should you be a member of Knowles 24-7 to get all of the info while we're doing projects? We're getting info. We're getting scoop at the same time. Because anything could happen, man. So awesome, positive update. It happened live here Sunday night as we're recording. Zach, while Adam and I tried to kill some time, which I don't think anybody even realized unless they were watching the live stream. We talked about three prospects. We talked about Fentrell Cypress, Chris Otto, Andy Jean. Adam already killed time talking about their game. What do you think about their chances to be Knowles?
1: Yeah, so we'll start with kind of the big dog, Fentrell Cypress. Um, top five, I think, unanimous... Uh, transfer portal prospect on you know pretty much every network right now um out of virginia second team all acc dude for them this past uh season he was on campus for the whole weekend you know i want to note here a big thing that fsu accomplished this weekend was getting him to only visit fsu this week i was told the original plan this week was for him to go to ohio state lsu and fsu fsu he he shut down those two he yeah. shut down Ohio State and LSU? Now, that was the plan for this week, I was told. And that <gasps> Brian was key Kelly's key. face
0: must have that been just plan. gumbo red, dude. Tomato <laughs> red. He
1: didn't get to grind on another recruit or dude. <laughs> um, no, nah, he uh, yeah. Cypress had a good time. There's a full interview. He actually talked with us after the visit. I think we went one of five with transfer guys on campus this weekend. Everyone did. Um, they declined to talk besides Cypress. He, yeah, he was a good interview. Um, talked after meeting with Mike Norvell before departing. And, uh, things, you know, seem pretty good there. He was kind of noncommittal about when his decision would be made and, you know, whether he'd take his recruitment into January and didn't really talk about a lot about the other teams involved. I think the main school obviously is UCLA who hosted him last weekend for an official visit. Um, and you know, to our knowledge, he didn't go anywhere else this week, obviously nowhere else this weekend because he left FSU. Um, you kind of close to midday on Sunday. Um, so, you know, realistically, he's not making any, you know, flight um, to any other visit um, for an mm-hmm. extended period of time. And, and, and when I've heard that, that's the last uh, visit he took this week. So, um, yeah, big deal uh, to get him on campus. And obviously, if he makes the decision in December, things have to be looking at least, you know, it looks like you got like a, probably a 50% shot to land him at the very least uh, with, with you getting, you know, one of two visits he's taken already in december um if he extended to january i'd be a little bit more worried because he can get to the likes of lsu and ohio state and some of the other schools that have been in contact with him i think texas is another program that's been trying to get involved um but yeah if you can close this out in december man what a big time when it would be i haven't heard a, 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 of you know fsu getting his you know word of a commitment but i think they feel decently good about their chances uh heading out of this weekend for him um, the next name, I guess, Chris Otto. Uh, honestly, he might have been the most positive. Uh, if you watch that interview on Nelson First, we talked about that man. It yeah, was really I funny asking you. <laughs> it was great, dude. When's, when, when are you person? dropping this? By yeah, the way, like, like, like right now, right now. It's like I can't, <laughs> I can't share that. And his laugh is so funny. His face, Brendan and I were laughing so much at his face. He's an awesome. He's kid, a good man. kid, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's a guy you want in your program, and I think he's he could be a dude down the line, man. Um, You know, I, I'm sure. A.B.'s already talked about his game, but um, FSU uh, thinks he has a lot of position versatility along the line. Uh, Maybe start him at center, could move him to either guard spot or maybe even tackle. Uh, I think he's athletic enough to do that. And I think he's got the right mindset, man. From what I had told, like, he's really harsh on his teammates in high school. He kind (laughs) of said it during the interview. Uh, He's like, Maurice Smith came up to him apparently. He was like, yo, we're going to hold each other accountable like when you get here. Um, And he really loved that because apparently he's like, yeah. A lot of the, uh, players I play with, they just want to put on the Jersey and not really, uh, like oh, actually no. play the game. So uh, and I've, I've heard that's something that FSU actually like found out about earlier in the, uh, re- like recruiting process for him. Yeah. A huge green flag for them in, in recruiting. That, <laughs> a green flag. Yeah, Those are the guys they <laughs> want to get in their program. Um, so, uh, yeah. And the, and the most notable thing is that he's, uh, he was debating on whether to go December or February for his signing. He's doing it just in December and that, If you watch the interview on Nelson for seven, check it out. Yeah. It looks like he has a decision made. Um, You know, the crystal ball is all on FSU. I'm not a supporter of the crystal ball, so I'm not going to put one in. Not trying to jinx it for you guys. Um, But Mm -mm. I I like where FSU, I love where FSU sits uh, with three star Key West offensive lineman, Chris Otto, who took an official over the weekend. Uh, what was the last name that you, you guys were talking Andy about? Andy
0: Jean, the Florida commit. Once yeah. again, a guy that, you know, it, he, we kept saying he was going to visit. He was going to visit all that stuff. But um, he actually did visit, man. They, they got to trust Zach. They got to trust Zach on this stuff. But go ahead. What what do we got there?
1: Yeah. So um, they got him on campus, obviously, this weekend. Um, I think, you know, UF staff was not loving that happening. Obviously, they were playing out for. Her- I don't know if you want to call that playing, whatever you want. Yeah, to. Yeah, That was a great it. performance <laughs> there. Yeah. I mean, um, clearly I mean, Andy Jean visiting Florida state really, <laughs> really the took
0: their mind off the
1: beaves. Yeah. So hopefully they got them to watch that game and, and watch Billy Napier's explosive offense kind of um, <laughs> on display, but no, I think uh, it was a good visit for, for FSU with, with Andy Jean um, for what I'm told, obviously like kind of the basics, like they, they felt better about where they stand with him. You know, leaving the visit than they did going in. The, That's good. You know, the cliche, uh-huh. uh, but uh, I do think FSU has some you know legs in this recruitment. We'll see over the next couple of days whether that materializes into something. You know, where we're where we're starting to talk about a flip. But as of right now, I don't think they got indication, or from what I understand, from what I you know heard and talking to people after uh, you know the visit weekend concluded. So I don't think they got indication of a flip. But it's it's a recruitment that they're definitely involved in obviously i mean he's taken an unofficial um and official within the past month so uh recruitment that that they're they have legit traction in um we'll see if that that materializes into anything this week i heard some you know reports that he might uh take it into friday for uh, a signing uh, which would be you know the the back half of the early signing period which begins on wednesday Um, but i think he's actually going to sign on wednesday from what i heard today
0: I think Mike Norvell should just send him clips of Pat McAfee narrating the biggest field goal kick in UF Bowl history. Just absolutely cooking them with fake excitement like only Pat McAfee can do. Um, My God, that was bad. That was fantastic. Yeah, just keep spamming his phone with that. So the, the other guys that were on campus were Florida State commits, and we are going to give these guys all of the attention that we think that their game deserves post-early signing day. These are yeah. guys, you know, Hykeem Williams. Obviously, there's a million things you can say about this. Like a top top 15 player in the entire country. Consensus five-star. Vandrevious Jacobs. Lamont Boots Green, Kenton Kirkland, Jabril Rawls, Daryl Jackson, that transfer commit from Miami. These are all guys that are going to get their game talked about for the sake of time, because we are at 57 minutes in. And I want to talk about some guys that that Florida State targets that took visits elsewhere this weekend to see if Zach has any info on them. We are going to talk about them. I think the biggest... Um, development out of that group is there was talk that Keith Sampson was going to delay until the traditional signing sure. day. Yeah. Is that happening anymore? Because we we both looked at each other kind of side eyed on like, Thursday, like, hey, that 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 don't need to happen.
1: Yeah, way. they uh, they kind of took our advice that we gave on that on that. Uh, podcast. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, if you want to sign with your friends, do so. But you're going to sign your letter of intent on Wednesday. That's what's going to happen. He's going to file uh, fax his letter of intent in or whatever they do nowadays with it. Um, on wednesday uh morning and then he'll he'll sign with his uh buddies <laughs> at Newbern um in february um, so it's a cool moment for him obviously he gets to you know be, be alongside his teammates, but i just obviously FSU wants to get him locked in. There's no reason to take his recruitment if he's you know locked in, which he is. Um, he said, you know, Brendan kind of asked him point blank, Are you signing with FSU on Wednesday? He's like, Yes, I am signing with FSU on Wednesday. So, hey, I like um, that. Getting yeah. to the point, yeah. So, like, like that question from Brendan, and he's like, This is kind of an awkward question. I like how he, like, uh, <laughs> he, he yeah. asked it. Can't, it can't be a great question, it's got to be made awkward right at the beginning. It wouldn't be yeah. a
0: Sanon if That's it wasn't just. Thing a yeah. smidge of anxiety just yeah and he always there, makes right? them
1: like feel bad for him i think like that he's like kind of nervous so they like <laughs> he's like 35 nice. years old dude. <laughs> <Yeah. Nerdy>. so, <laughs> make the no, 17 year old show pity on you exactly um and then uh, oh, uh, thing with, uh chris otto i want to mention he's apparently yeah. a master chef like he's a he's a he won the cooking competition this weekend at fsu um he's like apparently i think it was him and kj kirkland Who's the four-star defensive back out of Jacksonville, committed FSU? Yeah, Otto was Otto was basically telling him, "You get this, you get this, you get this, you get this," and like bringing it back and creating this like crazy Alfredo pasta dish. So just wanted oh, to know he, he's, a, he, he's an all-around dude. He's also like in love with film. He wants to be a movie maker if he doesn't, uh, you know, play professional football. And he toured FSU's film school this weekend and absolutely loved that part of it. FSU's film school is really elite. I think we've talked about that at length. Um, they only admit I think less than like a hundred people every year. Um, to that program so it's really competitive and it's something that he got to tour and he's he's not he's not like a guy's like man i like making movies like he's legit about that i think he won like a film competition this year um earlier in the spring um over there in palm beach so um definitely a, a talented dude both on and off the football field and he's, yeah, right. I mean, he's literally taken official visits to princeton stanford and has offers from pretty much every ivy league school so really high academic kid obviously
0: I like it. You know, Brendan came up with a very clever nickname for Jordan Travis, J Trav. I'm going to put my own first on the bench nickname. If Chris Otto commits to Florida state and he's on the team, I want to call him Alfredo Scorsese. <laughs>
1: that's
0: it. Alfredo Scorsese from now on. That's my, that's my nickname. That. We'll see if it sticks like J Trav has Adam, anything you want to talk about that group of really talented. I think I I, I really do like a, a lot of the focus and the talk, depending on the Falk thing, if that thing sticks, that's going to nip a lot of this talk in the, in the bud, but the high Florida state's high school recruiting versus their transfer recruiting versus their retention efforts, like w- w- which one's lapping the other ones. But what do you think about that group of current high school guys that they have committed? I mean, Hikeem Williams, duh, but what, what do you think about how they've done so far with those guys?
2: I think it's good. I think there's a lot of developmental pieces in there. I think it, I, I I, do, I really just for the sake of time. There's two things I want to I want to just mention. I think it's huge. They never got that. Hakeem Williams never took another visit to any other school that we're aware of. I think he took one to Miami right after his commitment, and it was one of those like, hey, I
1: That's told you guys I would me. do it.
2: You showed me a lot of love.
1: Yeah, it was like an unofficial for a game, and they, I think yeah, they lost yeah. the game too.
2: He literally <laughs> never visited another college, and this is the guy that. I mean, there were obviously plenty of opportunities it, it, for him to do so. So he never took another visit, and then with KJ Sampson. I was very critical of how they didn't lock down Keldrick Falk this weekend. Getting uh, Samson locked down and getting him to sign on Wednesday was massive. That's a huge win for them. That's a big, defense, uh, talented defensive tackle that they need in their program for the long term. So, hat tip to them for that one. Or yeah, did it, they lock down Keldrick Valk? Who knows, my it, we'll friend? It, yeah. Find out on Wednesday. He, All right.
1: I think uh, a note on Keith Stamps. He told me he's going to start as a three-tech D, D lineman for them. That makes sense. Um, and then a couple other positions. I think uh, uh, Jabril Rawls said he'll be either a field or boundary corner. I forget which one he said, but he kind of like flipped Interesting. off. Um, and right. then uh, KJ Kirkland will start at safety for them.
0: Like that, we like that, it and then of course of boots, sense. big boots fans here, boots. man. Just the, Drusher, yeah. that kid, that kid didn't have a chance. His dad would not let him even set foot on another campus, and that kid works out like a maniac. So, yeah. shout dude, out he's to he's him.
1: Has a deeper voice than I do. You see that's, that that's dude. That's a little
0: Barry White off right there. That is a lot of bass between you two gentlemen. All right, let's let's talk about a target that did take a visit to Miami this weekend. Let's talk about Conrad Hussey. The the four-star safety from St. Thomas Aquinas. Miami wasn't in this recruitment. At the, I think when we spoke on Thursday. Now they're in it heavy. What's going on with Hussey? And then I guess if you want, we got to talk about Edwin Joseph, too. We, I guess we could probably separate that out. But what's going on with Conrad Hussey, man? Another fun South Florida recruitment, as is Edwin Joseph's.
1: Yeah, so Conrad Hussey does make the official visit to Miami this weekend. Man, it was crazy. So originally it was supposed to be at Colorado. Then that got called off. Then Miami, he was on Miami's campus, spotted there. It wasn't reported that he was going to be there beforehand. It was spotted on campus. Then, they, then it was reported. Um, oh, I, this recruitment's crazy, right? <laughs> uh,
2: I still yes. think
1: Penn State might sign this kid. Like I,
0: He is a Penn State commit, yeah, by the way. This State kid commit. that all these other schools have earmarked, he is still yeah. a Penn State commitment. It has been for a while.
1: I think he might still sign with Penn State. We'll see with Miami. Um, I know there's you know, some people in his family that want him not at Miami and some that are entertaining it more so than the, than others. So we'll see um, FSU is still involved. I wouldn't, I'm not as confident as I was leaving the FSU official visit that he'd end up at, at FSU, but you know, we'll see this next week, this next couple of days is going to be crazy. Um, you know, I, I, mentioned the confliction with Miami and, and their, uh they, they hired Jason Taylor, who was a yes. former coach at his high school. At Saint Thomas Aquinas, um, a year ago, um, was coaching up. I guess indirectly, um, Conrad Hussey, The NCAA has a rule against you hire a school hiring um, an off-field coach to try and, you know, obviously attract a, a high school talent. To
0: brother's okay, you can hire the brother. That's not a problem. Yeah, brother's fine. <laughs> brother yeah, actually, not I think
1: help like negates that or something. Because <laughs> that's what happened with Ruben Bain. They hired his high school, the Miami Central head coach last last season. But um, the brother, yeah. get the brother next to I don't, I was asking about that. I don't get the NCAA is a joke. Yeah, it um, sucks. None of the rules yeah, make sense. Um, but I think they might, from what I heard, like they might hire Jason Taylor as a full time coach there, like on field. So mm. I have no mm. idea what's going on. That recruitment's insane. I have an idea of what's going on, but like more so, like I don't know what's going to happen over the next three days. Like I think he could, it, it could go anyway. Um, Right now, from what I'm hearing in my last conversation I had about this recruitment, is that Penn State still feels pretty good about where they stand. I don't think think he's going to give up in this recruitment, for sure. Um, And IL is a factor. Don't know if it's the leading factor, but it's definitely a factor in his recruitment. Um, And he'll sign on Wednesday. He'll announce his decision on Wednesday. That's the plan. But who knows? Maybe that's not the plan. Um, Maybe he'll do something crazy. I don't But yeah. That that's the latest I've, I have for Conrad Hussey, um, a recruitment that's been all over the place over the past two weeks since he took that first um, official visit to FSU. Um, not this weekend, but the, the, this past weekend.
0: So, yeah, it feels like it was eight years ago when the official yeah. visit happened. Uh, Edwin Joseph, the Shamanad, uh, right? Shamanad Madonna. Ooh. He is the defensive back there. He's a guy that's coveted by Florida State. Has had a long term relationship with Florida State. Louisville has been has been lurking. Uh, I, I don't know if Miami's lurking in that one, Zach. Maybe they are. I feel like they they might be just a mess with FSU. What's going on with Edwin Joseph, man? We felt good about him. We got that we got that visit in last weekend, but he had that uh, that televised the nationally televised game in Las Vegas, but he ends up at Louisville, South Florida, Louisville, and FSU, man. A, another weird one. Devon shades of Devon Mortimer all over again, or maybe not. What's going on? I did see his official visit spread in his hotel room, and it looked pretty weak compared to ours, so I'm a food <laughs> guy. That's what I go with, but what's going on with that Joseph, dude?
1: Yeah, so did end up making the, like you said, the Louisville official visit after competing in a national championship-type game out in Las Vegas on Saturday. If you saw, they photographed him with an FSU logo on his helmet um, <laughs> at that game. Okay, so from what I understand, like I'm pretty sure that the original plan was for Edwin to announce a commitment at that game before the Louisville visit got set up. So take that, you know, for however you want, but he's, yeah, he did make it to Louisville. I think that's the biggest competition. Miami, like you said, is trying to make a like a late run at him. Um, they, he was not in town on Friday evening, but they met with his parents. Uh, the Miami staff did Ugh, on you know, for, for dinner. Why? So um, interesting move there. Um, you know, he, Get, kind of gets like one day at Louisville. Uh, he was there into the afternoon evening from what I saw on his Instagram. So um, a recruitment that FSU definitely felt good, to, good about heading out of the last week's official visit. One they continue to feel pretty good about, but definitely going to monitor Louisville um, down the stretch. We'll see all what we, like you said, we saw what happened um, with, with Louisville and a South Florida recruit last cycle and Devon Mortimer kind of stealing him away on signing day from FSU. Um, so definitely a recruitment that, that FSU fans should monitor um, obviously, not a commitment um, to FSU um, like like Mortimer last cycle, but a right. guy that FSU felt really good about last week, um, and someone they I think personally they need to close on.
0: You think they will at this point Sunday night?
1: <sighs> it's subject to change. I've, yeah, go ahead, couch I it with the you know, Falk
0: language, but subject to change. But what do you yeah. think?
1: It's hard to get. It's hard to get new information when a kid's on a campus like you know, you, you're not really, that's fair. Yeah, that kid's not really communicating a ton with other staffs while he's on a visit. So it's hard to, you know, I'm not a Louisville reporter, so I don't really know exactly Thank how it's yeah. going. Yeah. Um, so you no, know, I'll, I'll get more on that probably tomorrow on how that went and how FSU feels, but definitely a, uh, an important one uh, for me. Like I think FSU needs to go ahead and, and land him. There's so- no reason you should lose him the Louisville. Have you heard
2: any any rumblings that he and Conrad Hussey would like to try to play together if possible? Package
0: deal. What else Um, could we add to the early signing day cliche South Florida sandwich, (laughs) but the tried and true aioli of a package deal? Jesus, man. I don't think they're a
2: package deal, but I think that they would like to if possible. And I think the plan was to maybe play at Florida State together. And then, you know, some wrenches have been thrown into that. But it seemed, I think that that's why Penn State suddenly started showing a lot of interest in... Edwin Joseph here late, um, to try to secure, uh, Conrad Hussey. And then I think that that's also why Miami's getting so involved with the two of them. Um, so I'm curious to see how this, this yeah. show ends. I've
1: heard the same thing that, that the two have discussed that at the very least. And that was mentioned to me actually by two different people. Um, I, you know, I'm sure we're not talking to the same people either. So, um, yeah, interesting that, you know, we kind <sighs> of heard the same thing, but, um, I don't know, you know, But we know about like package deals; they almost never happen. So they never um, happen. So we'll see. But this, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I I, I mean, two South Florida recruitments Mm -hmm. that could go any direction. Um, I'm gonna actually. I'm driving down to South Florida tomorrow. I I, that's where I live. Um, You know, when I'm not at FSU, uh, where I'm from. Um, So gonna spend some time with family. But on Wednesday, gonna run it back like last year. Didn't (laughs) I get last year? I I got only to go to one school just to see. Dante Anderson and, and Daniel Lyons signed with FSU. Hey, chaos good hit rate, chaos dude. Um, I was literally right outside Omar Graham School to go, uh, you know, uh, yeah. cover his signing. Just because you know he's a longtime commit guy that uh, you know, I, I got a, 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 the privilege of covering for for a long time, developed a good relationship with. But did not get to go to that school because of what happened last year. Had to go back and kind of set up shop and, and deal with the craziness of that day. Not a fun memory. I hope that's not what happens this year. I don't think it will, but um going to be down there again, kind of making the rounds. And, you know, hopefully, at, you know, what, maybe Edwin Joseph, Conrad Hussey, we'll see at one of their announcements if things look good for FSU.
0: I think that's a good point, man. Everybody wants to use... This year versus last year. Watch yeah. the close. And we are starting to get, I understand the trepidation. I do feel like people are jumping the gun, like getting pre-mad before the bad thing happens. Guys, just, just wait. If the bad thing's going to happen, we'll all be mad together. But it is very interesting that you are starting to see like kind of rumblings of how the disaster could happen on early signing day. And it looks like Mike Norvell and the staff are doing a better job of putting out those fires, like what we heard with Keldrick Falk as of Sunday night at 1042 p.m., right? It does feel like they're more aware of it. It doesn't – it's it's so fascinating. Wednesday's going to be so fascinating. Um, and NOLS 24-7, best place to be for it. Jeremiah Byers, he's the last guy that I want to talk to you about before we get off. He took a split visit, right? Did he go to Ohio State and Oregon this weekend? Like, this was a guy that Florida State felt very good about. This is the UTEP – Uh, offensive linemen, what's going on with Byers? Have you heard anything about that? Florida State still feel good about them. Normally, once these transfers are done with their decisions, could maybe see a commitment like we did with Roddick. What what do you think is happening with Byers?
1: Um, Yeah, from what I understand, uh, that's what Byers told uh, Chris Chris, uh, before the weekend is that he was going to go to Oregon and Ohio State this weekend. Um, Mm -hmm. I think FSU – views Oregon more as a threat in this one because I think they don't know or they don't believe that Ohio State's truly I, I shouldn't say that I I think Ohio State um is kind of fringe on buyers and multiple other prospects in the portal that they're evaluating um they he they sent out an offer or he reported an offer from Ohio State this past week um so I guess it, it's kind of TBD on whether they want to um take him or other guys that like how
0: high of a priority he is for yeah. them whereas florida state and oregon he's there clear like this is a 100 take we want this kid
1: yesterday yes i think Oregon's like fully in on him Ohio state maybe is iffy but they want to give him for last ov OB. obviously they have the name to do that um and being such a premier school so um fsu still felt good at last check uh with buyers uh, i know going into the weekend they felt pretty good they they I think out of you know the two visits he took uh, last weekend with FSU and Maryland, they felt like um, they probably would come on come out on top if he made a decision this past week. So we'll see if Oregon or Ohio State made a move. Uh, we'll check in this week with with buyers. Um, hopefully, sometime during all this craziness with high school recruiting and <laughs> the finish. Um, but yeah, uh, things look good and, and continue to hear good things about that recruitment. Honestly. <sighs>
0: Zach, I need a cigarette, brother. What a, what a just an action-packed episode. We're still not even at early signing day yet, guys. I mean, we had a commitment happen mere seconds before we got on. We got an on-air recruiting call with Scoop, Zach, that Adam and I had to cover for. It's been a hell of an episode. It's going to be an absolutely psychotic week, and we will be here at Knowles 24-7 giving you all the updates that you so Deserve, guys. For the people that have been with us on the YouTube live, love you guys. We're gonna keep trying to do some more content on YouTube. Zach locked. He launched his own like unique IP. The official visit starring Zach blostein I think we'll probably be getting an episode of that this week. There's gonna be so much content floating around on the site. We love you. Stick with us. We'll help you keep your sanity, or we'll be you know a nice little shoulder for you to cry on in case Wednesday sucks. Who knows. We know that we're not going to suck. Knowles 24-7 is always going to be with you there. So, guys, tell everybody, subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Five stars, blah, 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 all that cool stuff. I am Trey Roland. That was Adam Brown. That was Zach Blostein. Get some rest, boys. Wednesday's going to be a movie. Going to be a wild Love ride. Love you all, and keep chopping off. See you, boys. Holy moly.